Welcome to the talking heart, always connected though miles apart. Like the lotus flower grows from the mud, transforming pain into power, we rise above. I always say you have to feel to heal and I definitely stand behind that, especially at this point in my journey. I've learned to navigate so many emotions. Some are easier to feel than others. It's easier to feel joy, peace, love, all those pleasant feelings, those ones that we welcome because they feel good. Then there's the not so pleasant emotions that we would rather not deal with, but they arise whether we like it or not. We can choose to distract ourselves when they arise, but then what happens is you're repressing your emotions and they're going to stay there. They have to be released. They have to be acknowledged. They have to be felt. I've learned over time to deal with a lot of different types of emotions. For example, depression. I used to really, really fight against myself when I was feeling depressed and I would run from it, try to distract myself. And I found that it just lasted so much longer than it needed to. I had a friend tell me at one point that when you're depressed, what you really need is a deep rest. And I thought, hey, that makes sense. Let me try to incorporate that into my life. So now when I get depressed, I realize that I need a break from life. I need a reprieve. I do need to just, you know, put the covers over my head and hide from life a little while because maybe I'm feeling helpless or maybe I'm just tired or burnt out or emotionally exhausted. There's so many reasons why we get depressed. But when I get that feeling like, hey, I just can't move. I can't do anything. I'm learning to accept that and to go with it. And I find that it passes way quicker. If I'm in that state, it lasts maybe a few days or something. But I know that there's all different levels of depression. So, you know, I'm not talking as a therapist or psychologist. I'm only sharing my experience and the levels in which I deal with these different emotions. I'm more of an anxious person. I deal with anxiety a lot more than depression. And I found that some people are more prone to be depressed and some are more prone to be anxious. So I tend to go onto the anxious side of things. And I've learned to cope with my anxiety the best that I can and panic, which is actually very, very hard to deal with. I've learned to recognize when it's happening. I've learned that I get anxiety when I'm overwhelmed with the, f- the future, what I have to do, and really what I need to do when I feel like the walls are closing in is also take another break and take some space and check in with myself and find out what's going on, try to calm my nervous system and help myself through it. So there's the anxiety part of it. I've learned to deal with apathy. Apathy is, if anything, is just really annoying and boring and flat. When I feel apathetic, I feel like I'm numb. I don't really feel anything. But I've learned to know that sometimes we shut down for a break because our body does know what it's doing. And sometimes we just got to trust in that. It takes patience to work through it, but eventually the feeling will come back and some excitement hopefully will come back shortly after apathy. Some of the hardest emotions that I have dealt with that I would prefer not to feel would definitely be the first one would be grief, obviously. I've dealt with a lot of grief in my life and grief definitely can be an all-encompassing like darkness and weight that sort of takes over your life and your heart. Your heart feels like super, super heavy. The suffering is so immense and the longing and the missing and the wishing. If you've lost somebody that 
is close to you in your life that you really love that's been there for many years, that comes with a massive shock to your reality. So it just really, really throws everything off completely in your world. And it throws you off balance, off center. You don't know if you're coming or you're going. And that can take a very, very long time to get over. Months, years, a lifetime. My grandmother passed away 11 years ago and I still have grief that arises in me very strongly over reminders of her, maybe a picture that I've seen or whatever, it may be a memory. And I definitely honor her by allowing that to come through, thinking of her and crying for her and feeling it. And then there could be grief of a friendship, maybe a relationship in your life where the other person is still alive and you need to let it go. Whether or not it's your choice or their choice, it's still a loss in your life. And that's also very, very hard because you can talk to that person, but you've chosen or they've chosen to move on for whatever reason. And you had a season in your life and and now it's gone. So that's the same sort of thing, you know, not as heavy, I don't think as like grieving somebody, a family member that's close to you, but it's still a loss in your life. And it's really painful. Grief comes with a lot of other emotions. One of those emotions is anger because you don't understand why. It's always needing to know why. And that makes you angry when you don't understand. And it makes it feel like there's some sort of injustice to it. That's also a part of grief. And anger for me is also incredibly hard for me to deal with. I can't stand when other people get angry and I absolutely hate becoming angry. It makes me feel like I'm out of control. It makes me feel like I shouldn't be feeling those emotions of anger. I shouldn't be feeling rage and it can hurt people around you very deeply. You can cause a lot of waves with anger. You can burn a lot of bridges and burn a lot of people around you if you're not careful with it. It's just such an intense emotion and I think that that's why I'm so afraid of it. But if you look at anger, it's usually when your needs aren't being met or you're feeling out of control, people aren't doing what you're expecting or you feel like you're not being heard. That's a huge one. That's why we get angry and we scream because we feel like nobody's hearing us. And that is the inner child coming to the surface and throwing a temper tantrum. But if it's happening through an adult that's maybe bigger than you, that seems unstable, it's very scary to be on the other side of that screaming person. So I found that if I just look at my anger and accept it, try to reflect on it and to ask myself why I'm so angry. You know, have my boundaries been crossed? What's going on with me? Check in with myself. Have my resentments grown and I'm not using my voice? I mean, there's so many reasons. But I find that if you look at that angry monster and you recognize it for what it is and you don't allow yourself to get roused by the other's anger, which would just fuel their anger, which could create a massive rageful event that that's not necessary. But if you recognize it for what it is, and you remain calm through it, and you don't allow it to have you get angry back, and you have compassion, not only for that other person's anger, but your own anger, and you breathe through it, then like anything else, it'll pass. It's just like all the other emotions. So I think in all of these emotions that I've been trying to feel to heal, acceptance is the answer. Acceptance in that moment accepting how you're feeling whenever that is, allowing it, allowing that to come and go, not trying to push it away, not trying to hold on to it for too long, even just fully allowing it to move through you, then it just dissipates. 
Life is going to be a series of emotions. We're emotional beings. Emotions are going to come and go. Like I said, the more we allow them to move through us like the tides, like water, the better we'll be at dealing with them. But each emotion has its own unique set of feelings and sort of its own antidote that you can use as it comes up. Write it out and realize that we're human beings. We're definitely not perfect. So be kind to yourself through life. Then you'll be kinder and more understanding to others. You know, embrace the messy parts of yourself. Embrace the parts of yourself that are embarrassing, that you can't stand. Embrace the parts of others and accept those parts of others as well. We'll get along a lot better, a lot better if we do that. Because we're all so much more alike than we think, which is really funny, especially emotionally. (laughs) 